previously on the Infinite Escape Room. The park's fortunes have been sliding for several years. How much have they spent on sausages? May I never sit again if I break a thing. <laughs> I put my clothes on then. Mm. If you look after your buttocks, you will miss them when they're gone. Check the tires to see what size they are and give you to order new ones. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group, a gang of geographically diverse chums meet up, have a wee drinky-boo, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I am Mike. I am drinking a big old bottle of Asahi. It's one of my favourite lagers for doing lagery things with. It's really kind of just like clean and lovely, and I really enjoy it. And joining me this fine October evening, we have... Hello, I'm Alan, and I'm drinking uh, a Hobgoblin Ruby beer, uh, as recommended Ooh, by yum. my dad. Uh, it's fantastic. Really nice. Very tasty. Very Halloween-y. Yeah, I was about to say that. That worked out very well. You're a Halloween-y. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths, and this week I'm drinking a Tiny Rebel Stay Puffed. Ooh. Oh, it's class. very tasty. Bonjour. Je m'appelle Danny. J'adore la bibliothèque. Oh. Uh, and I am drinking a Brewdog Punk AF, because why not? <laughs> Cheers. Oh, responsible midweek oh. driver, Danny. Mm, tastes like responsibility. I tell you what, have <laughs> you tried the Guinness... We're not sponsored. Have you tried the Guinness um, not Zero? I haven't. I keep seeing adverts for it. It's all right. It's nice. Um, Is yeah. it? Yeah, I've got, I've, I'm, I'm filling up the garage with it now. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, I bought 90 crates. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> like, it's, saving, it's, it's even got a widget in it. It's got a widget in it. It's got like the exact same consistency. Are you sure you didn't buy a Guinness? I was driving <laughs> a bit weirdly after. It was like a bit <laughs> I wonder if it gives you like the same bellyache that too much Guinness can. Oh, um, good mm, question. Bellyache? Like if you have like, I don't know, about a gallon. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a bit belly achy afterwards. Guinness <laughs> bum the next morning. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah, I went out one, um, I think it was either, a, a, I think it was Christmas Eve, I went out with a load of people and they were doing drinks at different pubs before Christmas, obviously. And yeah. uh, I stupidly at the first one chose Guinness. And so everyone else was on like Fosters and really light stuff. And I was like, I'll have another Guinness. And I had about 11. And honestly, yeah, the next morning it was it was not pleasant. But did you have a hangover? <laughs> Uh, a little bit. <laughs> Which was, for was more I was... just once I got the the hate crimes out of me <laughs> afterwards, then I was okay. But yeah, just at the time I was like, oh, this was a bad move. I always find if you drink nothing but Guinness, you you, you won't have a hangover the next day. Maybe that's just like sticking to one drink. But maybe. I mean, to be fair, it's not as bad as mixing. Mm. Maybe you've got an asbestos bowel, Alan. I, don't, oh, maybe. Like, I think if I drank nothing but Guinness for a whole night, I would just shit myself inside out the next day. <laughs> but yes, but I, I would say you do. But other than that, there's basically no hangover. No hangover. Hmm. It does have a head, though. Do it. <laughs> Ben's talking about the poo. <laughs> In case that was not clear. <laughs> so what is the infinite escape room? Well, it's more than just the place where Ben talks about how frothy his poo is. It's also at the top. an escape room. It's infinite, and every room leads seamlessly into the next in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. And it happens in your ear holes, because podcast, yeah! One of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, and tonight it is me! While the others, these guys, will try and solve it. And Hello. if they do not escape within the allotted time... 
<laughs> like Ben's frothy poo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't escape. Ben's done a Guinness poo on you. <laughs> but we are kept online not just by Ben's stories, endless stories of how frothy his poos are. We're also kept online by our fabulous, wonderful patrons. In particular, this episode, we would like to thank Jade Shaw, Will Ryder, and Charlotte Knowles, who support the podcast and keep the episodes online. Thank you so much, guys. You're cool people. You're cool. Imagine wear glasses indoors sunglasses <laughs> not just seeing eyeglasses no sunglasses sunglasses on sunglasses oh shit double cool damn right if you'd like to join their ranks uh, of double coolness for as little as a pound a month you can do so at patreon.com slash the infinite escape room you can check out our link in the episode description below so are you ready folks yes yes, yes. let us enter then the infinite escape room <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Last time on the Infinite Escape Room. Having completed the dead girl's quest for revenge, you were allowed to leave Longleat by the Tiger Guardians and emerge from the gates as the sun set over the horizon. Sunsets are pretty, but they're quickly followed by night. And night is dark and spooksome. Particularly this, the day we were recording two days before Spooktober Eve. You find yourselves shivering, not with the cold. Climate change means that even in October it's lovely and toasty, but instead with the shivery chills of being frightened little chappy chap chaps. You hear a little rattle, and nearby, and you jump. Could it be the bones of a passing skelling man having reanimated to tear your flesh from your trousers? No. Tis but a passing xylophone caught in an updraft. But this is all getting a little bit too spooksome for your tastes. You look for a place to shelter for the night. The path ahead forks to the left and right. To the left, you see St Barnabas's Fudge and Cuddles Bunker, a building made entirely from love and monster-resistant silver filigreed concrete to keep fearsome beasties at bay. To the right, the path winds through a tangled thorn branches and towards a dark, horrifying cottage surrounded by bloodied handprints, the stench of bodily decay and a 20-foot obsidian statue of Judas Iscariot. A sign indicates this place as Traitor's Rest. Would you like to go right or left? I want to go right. Okay, sure. I mean... I guess we're all now. The consensus is to go right, and you do so, turning right up the scarcen path away from St Barnabas's Cuddle Factory. You find your skin crawls, and your imaginations conjure all manner of chomps and nasties within your peripheral vision, each stalking you for a bite of your yummy-yummy man-flesh. Wait a moment! That's not your imaginations! Those things are real, and even worse, some of them aren't wearing masks, despite an alarming rise in Covid cases. (laughs) You bolt inside the cabin, wrenching the door open and slamming it behind you to the sound of scratching screeches on the other side of the wood. A wolfman taps on a grubby window pane and holds his watch up to it, then mimes licking the marrow from your bones. He seems to be suggesting that he and his forest friends will eat you alive if you don't escape within 25 minutes. You're in a mouldy wooden cabin and your time until being eaten alive would appear to start now. What would you like to do? That was a missed opportunity. What? Well, obviously, you should have gone because there's a werewolf outside and your and your time starts now. Oh. Oh. 
Ben, why aren't you hosting? Yeah. For sake. Who's hosting? <laughs> Got this fucking second-rate host over here. <laughs> so we're in a mouldy wooden cabin. So just like Alan's Rimworld starts. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where that but, was going. But how will it end? Does the mould have a particular kind of bloom? No, it's just standard cabin mould. Does it? What does it smell like? Yeah. Mold. Oh, well, that was very uh, unsatisfying. Ooh. Sorry, just if it's mouldy and a cabin, that I'm guessing it's a, like a wooden cabin. Does that mean that like the walls are not necessarily particularly strong, and the wolf could just come in at any time? Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, um, let's <laughs> I, say it's the early stages of black mold. <laughs> 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 See, Ben raises a valid point. Now I'm worried that the wolf could indeed huff and puff and blow the house down. The landlord could probably come round and just say that we've not had the central heating on enough, or and kept the windows open. Yeah. Yes. Or we didn't mm. buy a uh, dehumidifier. dehumidifier. Yeah, we didn't buy a dehumidifier ourselves. Yeah. We're not right, going to so deposit. Is our deposit? Oh. Whatever what is, is, is there an Argos catalog? We've already it? lost it. Yeah. <laughs> we've already lost it. What's the point? <laughs> That's 120 sick. quid just down the drain immediately. <laughs> Since there at the wolf. <laughs> I you have 23 minutes remaining. Oh, um... Hello, Editing Mike here. Have you noticed that there's something a little strange going on? They've got a very tight time limit, but nobody seems to be that keen to explore the space. How very strange. Could it be that there's something suspicious going on? See if you figure it out. What's, I guess we'll probably us? look around. Yeah. <laughs> so, looking around you, you see there's a doll on a little chair in the centre of the room. Hi, Alan. Hello. On the far wall, <laughs> you see a large... On the far wall, you see a large dream catcher. Underneath that is a battered wooden chest. In the corner of the room, on the floor, there's a basement hatch upon which someone has helpfully written the words down and out in blood. Oh. There's a door on the wall opposite you marked exit. And to your right, a set of ragged, torn oil paintings. Well, I don't think we should go towards the exit. Sorry, could we have that again, please? Yeah. Sure. So you see a doll on a little chair in the centre of the room. There's a dream catcher on the wall and a battered wooden chest underneath it. On the floor in the corner of the room, there's a basement hatch upon which someone has helpfully written the words down and out in blood. There's a door on the wall marked exit and a set of ragged, torn oil paintings. Down and out as in the in blood, all of, the, all of those words and in blood <clears throat> as well. Yes. Mm. How many oil paintings are there? So there are five oil paintings. They appear to be mouldy, ragged portraits of historical figures, each with a little plaque underneath with their name. Come on, Looking Churchill. Them, you see Benedict Arnold, Brutus, Scar from The Lion King, oh, Jamie sick. Lannister, and Guy Fawkes. Can we have those again? You speak very quickly and my pen is very slow. Yeah, Sure thing. Hello, editing Mike again. Eagle-eared listeners will have spotted that all of those paintings have something in common. What if I told you that a message had gone out before this recording that read, Hope you don't mind, but I've got a cheeky request. For the recording tonight, you have a super-secret mission. You are a saboteur, and it'll be your role to stop the other two from escaping by solving the exit door puzzle. If the other two get you to admit to being a saboteur, then the doll, which will make sense at the time, will get you and you'll be ejected from the recording and into the lobby until the others have escaped or failed. To 
keep things fun, there'll be one or two very subtle clues that something's afoot, but it'll be up to the others to spot them. Listen on and see if you can guess who received that message and is trying to run down the clock. The pictures and the corresponding plaques show Benedict Arnold, Brutus, Scar from The Lion King, Jamie Lannister and Guy Fawkes. I'll just pop the actual content of the plaques into the text chat. Thank God for that. Benedict Arnold, Brutus, Scar, Jamie Lannister and who is the other one? Um, Guy Fawkes. And there's there's, um, some letters afterwards. Oh, Scar. Oh, have you put it in the chat? There's uh, Benedict Arnold O. Oh, yeah. Brutus O. Scar, oh, guy from, Scar from the Lion King O. <laughs> I like how he's got from the Lion King there as well. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Lannister's using him for the other Scar. says. Scar from the Lion King. Is that Jamie Lannister I-E or L-E? I-E. I-E. You have 20 minutes remaining. And Guy Fawkes E E A E. So they've all got vowels after them. Uh, Yeah, they're all vowels. They're all vowels. But not the correct vowels to sing Old MacDonald. Oh, well, that's a shame. (laughs) Well, that's all my theories out the window then. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it. Would you like to look at anything else in the room? Is there anything on the back of the paintings? No, nothing at all. They seem to be fixed firmly to the wall. Ah, uh, okay. They are actually on the wall. Right. Are they in frames? Yes. What are the frames like? Framey. <laughs> is there anything moulded? Yeah. Is there anything discernible about if we like run our hands around and there's no hinges or secret buttons, mm. just dust Absolute. and, and right, sexy wooden feel? Yeah. No, they're just just uh, just sexy pictures of some sexy. Sexy famous people. Especially uh, that scar with, from with the, the Lion little King. Plaques. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like he's got from the Lion King on the... On the as if, like, you didn't know any of the other ones. Scar uh, from the Lion King, though. Is yeah. it a cartoon lion? Amazing. Um, I don't know if it's relevant, uh, but Benedict Arnold, the A of Arnold, is not capitalised. Um, but uh, Lannister and Jamie Lannister and Fawkes of Guy Fawkes is capitalised. Oh. That's true. Is that intentional, Mike? Probably not. <laughs> Another case closed. <laughs> that, that's that's like the audible version of uh, you know when like um, someone sees it as a gate and they like climb over the climb over the fence. Like a really elaborate thing about climbing over the fence, and then their partner just like walks through the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you doing, Ben? It's open. <laughs> <laughs> You have 18 minutes remaining. Oh, Dick Holmes. Hello, Editing Mike here. Have you worked it out? All of them received the message informing them that they were the traitor. At this point, I'm struggling not to smile on the webcam because I'm the cat that's got the cream. They're all trying to run out the timer by asking daft questions, having a chat, and very suspiciously, not looking at or interacting with the rest of the room. More fool them, because they have in turn, all of them, been betrayed by me. And there's information elsewhere in the room that indicates that their traitorous victory condition may not be quite as straightforward as it seems. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. You're in on it now, they're not, and I am. Giggle, giggle. And now Ben's up a fence and... I'm <laughs> caught! <laughs> 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 and not in a nice place. <laughs> <laughs>
Would you like to look at anything else in the room? Yeah, can we look at the dream catcher, please? What is a dream catcher? It's that thing you hang up, isn't it? To above. So when you sleep, I think it's meant to be if you have bad dreams, the idea is it catches them so you don't have them again. Oh, it was in Batman Forever. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> was it? What? <laughs> what the references for a dream catcher? Oh, I, Alan, I exactly what do you remember? Right <laughs> Alan, do you remember any of the rest of this scene from Batman Forever? Yes. <laughs> I do <laughs> When and I then, was forever, <laughs> and I think of Val Kilmer. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Dreamcatcher, it's a, it's a large circle of twigs, and it's spun with bits of spooky silk and laced with five beads. What makes bead... it spooky silk? <laughs> um, basically the mould. Again, it's <laughs> mostly mould. <laughs> Each bead has a number from one to five and one or more letters on it. I'm going to put the beads into the into... chat. An unmentionable place. And if somebody could just describe... They're out of order. Ben, you're up. (laughs) Okay, so what we have is um, a list of beads from Michael. They are not in the order 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, as one would expect, but they're instead of the order 3, 4, 1, 2, 5. Um, Number 3 has the letters T-R-S-T written on them. I'm going to make a note of that as well. Sorry, it's on my paper. Um, number four has uh, MKS. Uh, number one has simply the letter D on it. Uh, number two has NT, uh, like the windows. And uh, number five has MSSG. Hmm. Okay. And having a quick look at that, there's... Um, None of them correspond to the additional letters that we were given at the end of the names. No. No. Not that I can see. Editing Mike here. If you reorder those letters in the one to five given, then you get do not trust mux message. If you then insert the extra vowels from the paintings presented earlier, then you get do not trust Mike's message. It's a very easy puzzle, but I'm counting on them being too busy trying to dick each other over to actually solve it. Is it related to a mm, wild theory? Is it related to us? Because you've got a D that could be for Danny, you've got an NT that could be Newport, and you've got uh, MK. <laughs> NT. Yeah. Well, it's got those letters in it, and an MK, and Mike's an MK. I just yeah. figured out the other two. I don't know how that would be relevant, though. I apologise. That's probably nonsense. <laughs> Um, you have 15 minutes remaining. Oh, Christ. As the 15 minutes comes up, you see the wolfman at the window once more. He taps his watch once more, other side of the murky glass pane, and holds up a short message on a piece of paper. It reads, trust no one. Trust. See, number three could be trust. It could be. Or is oh. it trust no one and we should ignore the number one? Hmm. I'm imagining this um, werewolf in a um, in a in a waistcoat. <laughs> yeah, I, he's, got, he's got a watch. Is it quite a nice watch? It probably is. I was trying to think of a wolf-based pun for like Rolex or something, but I couldn't do it. How long have we got? Oh, what about Casio? <laughs> oh, there it is. You have 14 minutes remaining. Oh. Would you like to look at anything else? Fuck's sake, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was I was I was thinking more thinking like, oh, we've got loads of time to think of one. Uh, what else have we got in the room that we haven't looked at? The battered uh, wooden box. The battered wooden chest uh, is a large, heavy wooden chest and appears to be locked. It appears to require a key to open. Cool. 
Uh, anything behind the box? Nope. Does anything the under the heavy? box? Uh, you can't move the box. Oh. Hmm. You have a look at the um, exit. Uh, you go and take a look at the exit door. As you approach it, you realise that actually it's not a door. It's just been painted onto the wall. This appears to be a kind of Wiley Coyote style <laughs> Acme poorly painted on exit door. Alan, run at the door and see mm-hmm. if it makes a door. Or if, or maybe we could escape through the shape of you that it leaves in the wall. I do that. What happened? <clears throat> uh, you bounce off the wall <laughs> and hurt your head. Oh, the, um, the, the, the word exit, is it written in block capitals or uppercase E, lowercase the rest? Yeah, now you get close enough to it, actually realise that it's a mix of cases and and bad fonts, and actually you're amazed that you were ever fooled that it was an exit door at all. <laughs> okay, I was just thinking if it was all in capitals, maybe it would feed into some of these other letters mm. that we've um, collected. You have just over 12 minutes remaining. Christ, have you got a speed watch there or something? <laughs> you're on a you're on a 25 minute timer for this one. Oh, I swear it's sinking quick. Okay, what, uh, oh, what about the hatch? Can we look at the the bloodied hatch, please? Oh, I like it's called. It's a basement hatch, as in like you know they couldn't get the real rapper DJ person. So um, what? <laughs> what? I don't know. what? You go and look at the hatch. Um, <laughs> it's like basement jacks. Oh, hang on, we'll edit that better. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> go again, Alan. Go. There's, so you look at the basement hatch. There's no visible way to open it. It's heavy iron and it's stuck fast. Or is it stuck slow? Right, hatch, stuck fast. And there's nothing else discernible about it other than it's a, it's got blood all over it that happens to make letters. That's correct. I think it says down and out on it. Right. In blood. Hatch, stuck, blood, words. Sure, that'll, that'll help me later. You have 11 minutes and 30 seconds remaining. Uh, oh, you said there was a, um, the wolf's looking out through a window. Can we look? Is there anything out the window that's useful? Um, just... The wolf looking <laughs> hungry, tap, tapping his watch. Oh, okay. He's still holding his sign saying, Trust no one. Right. Hmm. It's just spooks and wolfman and nothing in the window. Right. Cross off the window. Wolfman and sign. There's one thing in the room that you've not looked at so far. Well, battered chest. Love fudge town. Oh, my notes are not helpful this evening. Yummy man flesh. Where do you get yummy man flesh from? I think that was at the beginning. Mike said we all had yummy man flesh, and I thought that might be relevant. Uh, Mouldy wood cabin, Dreamcatcher five oil paintings, uh, letters, Dreamcatcher with silk, Wolfman exit door, and hatch stuck with blood. Oh, stuck blood words and Wolfman and sign. Stuck <laughs> blood words. <laughs> the only thing you're missing there is the doll. Oh. So there, in the centre of the room, there's a doll sitting on a chair. Do you want me to describe it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go on then. So it appears to be made up like a little boy, with dungarees, little stripy jumper, and wisps of ginger hair. Uh, its eyes have actually been following you around the room this entire time, as does its head. Oh, that's not disconcerting uh, at all. <laughs> it appears to be sitting at a bit of an odd angle. In its hand, you see it is grasping a key. <gasps> key. And I assume the key looks like it would fit the battered chest. Would you like to try? Mm. Yeah, sure. There's blood all over this chest. No, it's on the hatch. Oh. You take the key from the doll's hands. As you do so, it makes a little jerky movement and tries to swipe to grab you on the way past, misses, and then returns to being utterly still. You now have the key, which you take across to the chest. The key's covered in shoulder of beef, 
Congratulations, you found the chuck key. And you take it over to the little chest. You open the chuck key with the wooden chest. Inside, you see... Sorry? <laughs> Inside, you see 30 pieces of silver and a piece of blood-stained parchment. Ooh. Parchment reads, Wolves work best when they're hunting in packs. The only way out is with knives in all backs. All together or nothing at all. To fail is to lose, and to lose is to fall. Can we have that once more, please? Wolves work best when they're hunting in packs. The only way out is with knives in all backs. All together or nothing at all. To fail is to lose, and to lose is to fall. The only way you out... You have eight minutes remaining. Oh, the only way out, knives in all backs. All together or nothing at all. To fail is to lose, and to lose is to fall. <laughs> I'm not what? sure if Alan's frozen or not. <laughs> um uh, can we look at the coins sure thing they are 30 pieces of silver um like what just like chips off a silver block or um they look like probably old roman coins the sort that you might pay for i don't know betraying christ for example (laughs) yeah we haven't Mm. come across any knives yet uh i don't think we have Sorry, what was the, uh, the coin? How many coins was it? 30. Hello, Editing Mike here. At this point, I'm getting a little bit worried that the treachery might be too effective. But then... You have seven minutes remaining. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, oh, yeah, no, I've got no. it. No. What? Yeah, no, I think... Uh... Mike, you fuck. I think I've just figured this out. <laughs> okay, so if you add, if you take the the letters and the numbers in order, oh, you're such a fuck, Mike. It's going to be, I can't see you because I'm busy looking at the text, but yeah, he's grinning away. Okay, so here's the deal. I assume you boys got a cheeky message from Mike before I the recording. I knew it! Yeah. yeah, so look, put all of the letters together in that order and it comes out as don't trust Mike's message. I was yeah. reading that saying trust Mike's do not message. Yeah, so um Should we explain this message? We did, otherwise I would have really fucked that then. But <laughs> I had this sneaking because I was like, oh, they're all I came to the same conclusion as you did. <laughs> yeah, I was reading it and I was looking at it and I was like, well, if I put them together, then that spells don't. Oh, it all makes sense now. Right, so, yeah. So don't... we actually do have to uh, okay. So we actually have to solve the puzzle together, guys. Let's stop dicking each We've other. We've all been wasting time. <laughs> I know. I know. And do you know what? I thought this is so easy because Ben and Alan keep waffling on about <laughs> no one's business. Oh, look, at, look at Mike's <laughs> face. Right, Mike, we've figured out that we're all hunting each other, so we're not going to stall each other anymore. You have five and a half minutes remaining. Oh, no, <laughs> so late. Okay, the only way out is with knives in all backs. So do we, do we have to betray? Is there some way we can betray each other? I don't know. We've got coins. All together or nothing at all. So we're all together. We've all figured it out and we're all going to come together. To fail is to lose and to lose is to fall. Yeah, so we're all together. There's nothing... There, what was it? 30 pieces of silver to and a lose bit of parchment. What was, was in the parchment? Have we gone down the basement hatch? We couldn't get in... Oh, we didn't try, but could we try lifting Oh, can that? we all pull it together? Yes. You try all pulling it together, I'm afraid it does not. Oh, that can we so re-inspect good. the doll? Absolutely, it's just inertly watching you move around the room. Um, can we like poke it? You do. Um, it makes a tiny little bowl bite, like doll bites for your finger on the way past in a sort of murderous way. Uh, but otherwise, it does nothing. 
there are no pockets that we could try and um can we frisk like, the doll you you you, fr- you frisk the doll what if we what if we all Weirdo. grab the doll yeah you all grab the doll oh, well shit. done what if we all try and run at the door yeah <laughs> yeah it, it continues to be painted onto the wall and you all yeah. have a sore head Right, so I don't want to pressure you, but you have four minutes remaining. Uh, chest. What was the chest again? We've opened the chest. Chest has the notes coins. about the wolves and the coins, and the hatch had down and out written on it. There was down no and out. So I'm just no... reading Mike's message, and it says, "For the recording, you have a super secret missing. You are a saboteur, and it will be your role to stop the other two from escaping by solving the exit door puzzle." Yes. If you if you, the other two get you to admit to being a saboteur, then the doll will get you, and you'll be ejected from the recording. So the doll's not getting us. So that that makes me think that the door, the painted on door, there's something more to it than just it being painted on. But you did say don't trust that message. That's also true, actually. God damn it, Mike! Oh, <laughs> three minutes remaining. Oh, dick um, Thirty coins. There's no hole in the hatch. Uh, no. Okay. Can I present the thirty coins to the wolf? through the window uh you can hold them up to the window sure. the wolf's just looking at you slatheringly it's how you oh, give them to the doll shit. yeah you give the coins to the doll rich okay. doll which doll rich doll oh, rich doll. <laughs> two minutes 50 seconds remaining okay oh, dream catcher shit. what about the dream catcher well that just gave us the answer to not trust mike yeah right ever again <laughs> that prick what a prick shout if you like a steer yeah i wouldn't trust all of my message at all but there is a little kernel of truth in there somewhere. Oh, hang on. Mm. What if... Alan, are you a saboteur? Yes, I'm a saboteur. Alan, you have been identified as a saboteur. You have been ejected to the lobby. Oh, amazing. Ben, Danny, are you a, are sab- you a saboteur? Oh, yes, I'm a saboteur. <laughs> yes, I am a saboteur. <laughs> you have been ejected to the lobby, Ben and Danny, for being identified as saboteurs. Editing Mike here. The place we do our recording has a recording channel and a lobby channel, which is a bit like our green room. Everybody has just been thrown into the lobby channel. Oh, hello. Hey. Hello. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We've moved to Discord channel. <laughs> Genius. Well done. As each of you identifies yourselves as a saboteur, the doll in the centre of the room stretches out one, two, three arms towards you and grabs your throats. It hisses, head spinning like a ceiling fan. A fourth arm comes out from its bum hole and goes to the hatch, lifting it with supernatural ease, and it throws you down the hole, slamming the hatch shut behind you. It goes back then to being still. You, the trio of traitors, are flung down the hatch and away from the slathering hordes of the ferocious forest folk. You fall for what feels like feet until, bonk, You land on your bums in a well-placed mattress. You get up and dust yourselves off. You are in a long, well-lit corridor with tasteful pot plants and some slightly natty-looking charity shop furniture dotted around. The corridor appears to be lined with doors, which disappear both in front and behind you into infinity. You're back in the infinite lobby! Yay! Absolutely lovely. I told you you'd get back to the lobby if you were identified as a traitor. He did say that. What a shame that the lobby is filled with bees. <laughs> and to be continued, you solved my puzzle. Well done, guys. Yay. Oh, and we... you did it with a minute and 50 seconds remaining. Oh, does, ben, does, does Ben do anything in that, that last bit of the lobby? Yeah, but Ben and Dan actually did it at the same time, which was good because I was going to get left behind. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we accidentally kind of like shouted at each other and Ben had the sense to say, I'm also a traitor. <laughs> 
<laughs> I oh. um I was so geared up for this. I installed a plugin on Firefox that I was I could edit um edit web pages. So my plan was to go into WhatsApp and be like, I saw James and Mike talking about this the other day. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> I just edit messages in WhatsApp. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Oh Ben. Oh, that's genius. Mike, you crafty, crafty butthole. The th- all three of you trying to run the timer down was delicious. <laughs> I mean, more about these oil paintings. Can I push it? Can I pull it? Can I rotate it? <laughs> Personally, for me, the trouble was I didn't. I noticed it with Alan. I didn't spot it with Ben because literally in the last episode, John presented us with props and Ben kept going, I want to inspect this in detail. So I was just like, classic Ben. <laughs> I had, I, so I, put, I got the, the, the words um, on my little notes here, but I didn't want to say anything because I was like, oh, I found something else here, but I don't want to tell them. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I didn't reorder it, Danny. That was, that was the bit that you came because so, mine just said, trust Mike's. Do not message. Well, I wrote message. Yeah. Well, then. I then I then messaged Mike with that. <laughs> <laughs> <Did you? laughs> I saw that coming. I was like, "Why is Ben staying quiet? He's just, Ben's cracked it. Why is he not piping up?" <laughs> so I didn't get it in the right order. I was like, "Trust Mike. Do not message." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You're you're right. I'm gonna fucking message him right now. <laughs> What do you think of that? I was counting on the fact the puzzles were so simple. Like the puzzles were disgustingly simple in this. Yeah. When you were like, you've got the key, I was like, shit, I've solved it. <laughs> yeah. but I was like, I reckon they'll be so busy trying to dick each other over that they won't see the obvious puzzle. Yeah. It was, so it I, was the all knives in the back when I was like, all, all have yeah. knives in the back, but surely only one would. Hmm. I, I was in two minds about this puzzle so when i I was mulling this over today um and i was thinking mike has had a saboteur before there was a was it the bank and the heist was the saboteur yeah um and i was like so he wouldn't would he do it again And, and i was like maybe maybe we are all saboteurs and i was like if i can figure out who is on the recording yeah i could message one or both of you separately mm. um being like if you've got anything from from mike kind of i'd say no though i would have said <laughs> only herpes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, if you send um, me that bit i'd have been like uh but this or- is it like first of all would anybody else fess up and also if genuinely i was the only saboteur that would be completely dicking myself yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why i was i figured it out like a couple of seconds before but i was really reluctant to be like guys look i'm a fucking saboteur right <laughs> <laughs> danny's fucking gone <laughs> Uh, shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah. you wouldn't know because we wouldn't have figured out why you've uh, by that point, yeah i just get ejected out. and it's like ejected oh. from the recording <laughs> bye guys <laughs> oh shit danny's gone then <laughs> if you hadn't twigged it by the five minute mark the wolf was going to put a thing to the door saying um before this recording you were all given a roll i was mostly satisfied because i'm a vegetarian (laughs) (laughs) oh very very clever michael well done i would have really enjoyed it if someone said i'm not really comfortable doing that mike i'd rather just play the game (laughs) yeah i said i said oh i'm in and uh, mike Mike sent me another message saying well i'm glad you are because it'd have been a bit awkward if you weren't and now you know (laughs) exactly (laughs) Oh, well done, guys. Amazing. Thank you you so much for, for doing that. 
So thank you so very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, theinfiniteescaperoom.com. If you've enjoyed the episode, and we really, really hope you did, then we'd be much obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a big help in us reaching new audiences. And as mentioned in the head of the show, we've got a patron up. You know, if you like the episode and you want to hear more of this kind of thing, and, you know, want us to stay alive in internet sense, then why not sling us a buck? We love you so very much, and we'll see you next time on The Infinite Escape Room. Good night. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from Ben. And it's goodbye from Daddy. But fuck Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>